Hey, hey, hey there, nigger. In my day, I'd have you arrested for looking at me like that. You, you don't look at me like that. When did they give you niggers rights? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a, uh, yeah, I'm an idiot. I've been thinking of saying that all goddamn day. I don't know why, but it tickles me. And, um, yeah, now, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it'll be stuck in your head. I was going to make that a whole long sketch. Hey, hey there, nigger. <laughs> And I was like, no, 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 I'm wildin', I'm wildin', I can't, um, <laughs> I, I might, I'm not even gonna last, at some point I might make a whole little skit or little spot out of that, um, for your listening pleasure. Um, yeah, this is the show, man, welcome to PC Podcast, uh, VOG Podcast, you know what it is, um, it's me, Dark H. Flint, the host, the guy who's running the show, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, but you know, the numbers the numbers seem to be all right. So I, <laughs> it's encouragement for me to keep going. And um thank you. I appreciate you listening. New listeners, old listeners, whoever's listening, I don't know who's listening. And um I'm trying to get everybody to listen cuz you know, I just I'm reading articles and seeing these news things how, how Spotify or Spotify and um Google Podcast are are cutting checks for podcasters and uh, <laughs> why not me you know i'm not saying i'm the greatest or, or whatever but um it's not completely it's not trash <laughs> it's not completely trash i mean i don't know who who's listening to this and what y'all are learning from this or what experience you're getting out of this but um yeah i appreciate you listening nonetheless and giving me a shot because hey maybe you'll learn something you didn't know beforehand and you know yeah that's what i'm doing this for I'm doing it to try to inform you people and um just to <laughs> just to tell you how disgusted i am to live on this planet but i don't know how to get off of it so i have to you know i have to be here with you guys and um just try to make it better for everybody so listen i hope you had a good week i hope your work week was all right you know i'm a working person just like everybody else who's, but <laughs> listen to me very carefully. Nobody gets up every day and wants to go to work unless, you know, you have a dream job. I don't know what a dream job is, but, you know, I'm trying to create my own lane. That's why I'm doing everything I'm doing because, you know, going to work ain't fun, man. I don't want to have to be anywhere by 9 a.m. And you should have that aspiration as well if you are a regular person. You know what I mean? Um I'm not forcing my views on you, but I'm just telling you. Let me introduce y'all. This is the rambling section of the um, podcast. It's the intro, the rambling section. I'm just getting stuff off my chest. Yeah. Introducing myself to the people. This might be the first time hearing it. But, yeah, let me get into it. Um, First off, first off, um, I'm going to do a show one day just shitting on niggas because um, (laughs) I feel like it and I have to tell on us as men sometimes I'm not snitching I'm not going to give it all I'm not giving all the game away but I am going to shit on us because um I feel like over the course of this show I kind of <laughs> I think I I think I go hard on the women on you know or I try to point out certain things but then in the end I realize 
you know, it's not just women. It's it's um, it's, it goes both ways in terms of certain things. And um, ladies, I'm not being hard on y'all. I promise. I'm just trying to. Sometimes I do vent my frustrations and um, dealing with you ladies, but you know, it's life, man. Y'all feel the same way about us, but uh, y'all don't have a voice for y'all to say it. I guess y'all do. I mean, every. <laughs> Every goddamn song is about how many shit and all that other stuff. But other than that, you know, I got you. Listen, I, I just feel like sometimes I'll go hard on ladies. And um, let me let me explain um, my relationship. I can't explain all of my relationships with women. But um, just this week, this week has been a little bit crazy in terms of, yeah, <laughs> Yo, and this is not even not even women. I you know who I'm not women who I'm you know I'm trying to figure out. I'm not fucking them, so I you know it's different for me. Like I I have I'm learning. I'm in the process of learning how to have just female friends who you know I never touch, and um it's it's a it's a growing process. I will say that, but um let me just point this out. before I say what I'm going to say, let me, here's, here's my attitude and here's why you probably shouldn't listen to me in some form or fashion. I told you I'm going to give you reasons not to listen to me. Um, as I said, I'm a gym guy and I'm becoming one of these people that people just talk to for some random fucking reason. And um, the uh, there's this girl I'm just friendly with, you know, just cool with because I see her at the gym, you know. I joke, I play around with her. Every now, you know, I compliment her, you know, just to just to be a cool dude, just because you know. <laughs> but I know, like, there's something off upstairs with that one, and it's not it's not my problem. And I knew that from jump, because for one, like, one time she stopped speaking to me for like three months, and I'm like, I, am I supposed to care? Yeah, this is why I'm a horrible person, man. So yeah, long story short, like, I think it, she she says something about. She liked verbally abusing me or something, something of that fashion. And then, you know, as I'm on my way out, I just made a joke. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yo, you know those pants? They make you look fat in the front. <laughs> yo, I was just joking. I promise you, I was just joking. I wasn't being serious at all. I wasn't body shaming anybody or anything of that nature. And then, um, yeah, so she, she just walks up to me very hastily and she's like, that was very mean what you said, and that that's not a joke, and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I was just joking. She's like, no, that's not a joke. That's just mean, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, in the moment, I was like, yeah, well, damn, I mean, that's, <laughs> I guess that hurt. And then, you know, later on, I was like, Get fuck out of here with that. Yo. <laughs> it's not that I don't care, but I mean, come on, man. Like, we are adults. I was just joking. I mean, if you felt fat, then, I mean, it's not, <laughs> I'm not body shaming anybody. All I'm saying is, if she felt a certain type of way in her head, that ain't got nothing to do with me. I was only playing. And uh, that was one instance uh, where I was just like, yo, what What was that? Like, what just happened? Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, we cool, but I don't have a relationship with you like that, so I don't even understand where that comes from. And this is why, um, what I say, like, um, <laughs> Women's feelings are paramount in this world. Like, truth does not matter. It's about feelings. For all the young fellas, little bro, if you're listening, 
just listen. It's not about right or wrong or truth or anything of that nature. It's about how they feel in the moment. How they are allowed to get away with this shit, I don't know. But this is this is something that has been going on before me, and it's not my problem. And um, it's just it was just weird, man. And then let me let me just make this disclaimer. All right, um, <laughs> on that show. The show I did, I think it's like, why am I giving advice or whatever? I think I mentioned something about the ladies. I don't even know what I said. I think it was something along the lines of, you know, um, women with multiple kids and they wonder why guys cancel and things of that nature. No way, shape, or form was I saying that, you know, if you have multiple kids, you are undateable. All I'm saying is it's it's going to be as tough for you to date and devote yourself to somebody as a man with two kids who really takes care of their kids. He has the same amount of time you have free. So I'm not saying you're undateable, but <laughs> if there's a if there's a better option, you're, you're probably going to get canceled on and all that other stuff. I'm not... Hey, listen, it goes the same way for, I guess, guys with two kids. I, I don't know how that works, man, because I'm never going to put myself in that predicament. I'm just saying. I'm not throwing shots at anybody in particular or whatever. I'm not. I'm really, really not throwing shots at anybody. The person, like, the actual examples of that that I was actually referencing, the 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 people I may have been referencing actually probably don't even listen to this. And that's the sad part because <laughs> real talk, I think like two of them stopped talking. Like two pe- two women I know have been very silent this week and I'm like, yo, damn, I guess it's something I said. And um, <laughs> I care. Let's not get it wrong. I-, I care. But, you know, as the old saying goes, you know, Shit, I wasn't, like, I wasn't talking about you, but, you know, if the shoe fits, just put put it on and run a marathon in it, man. I'm going to be in the same place when you get back, because I wasn't even talking about you. <laughs> ah, it's weird. I just had to make that clarification, because, um, you know, <laughs> yeah, life is crazy. And, um, yeah, dealing dealing with the opposite sex is a, it's a very, it's a very, very different thing, man. And, uh. Can yo? Can we just talk about um, diseases for a second? Just a, just a quick second, because you know I'm not here to spook anybody or anything like that. But um, Ebola didn't die. Just first and foremost, Ebola did not die. Ebola is running rampant in the Congo right now, but it's not on your news timeline or anything like that. And there there are new cases that crop up over there on a semi-constant basis. So <laughs> Ebola's not dead. They still... I don't want to say they're still testing that out somewhat, but <laughs> there's something going on with that shit that they're not telling us in general. Because remember, Ebola had everybody shook at one point. I don't know what year that was, but um, whatever disease that was, whatever year that was, had everybody shook. Like it was the big next big disease. And then it kind of went away and then, um, yeah, it's still alive. But I say that to go into the fact that um, I'm not saying, you know, 
I'm not saying there's any bio warfare going on or any um, spreading of diseases in particular, like to <laughs> to depopulate or decrease the population. I'm not going to go that far right now. But um, the measles is making a big, big comeback in um, a number of places. And uh, it's happening in the Philippines and it's happening here in America. You won't see a lot of news coverage on this unless you're just a news head like me for some reason. But you, you it just seems weird that this disease just popped back up out of nowhere and it's it's uh <laughs> it's just crazy to me when I look at it and I'm like, yo, does nobody nobody else is paying attention to this? But I know I think it's in Washington State. Or Oregon, it's one like somewhere over there on the left coast. There's a there's a huge measles outbreak, and I think it was like it's the hub of the people who are anti-vaccine and things of that nature. I mean, it's a good it's a good propaganda way to stop the anti-vaxxers from telling you how much mercury and all the other stuff that's in your vaccines and stuff. But is it bio warfare? I, I can't say that. It's just weird. Listen, all I know is nobody gets the chicken pox anymore. And that that weirded me out a little bit because I'm like, yo, my kid has never had that. And I don't think anybody in his class did. And I'm like, yo, damn, that was just a that was just a our generation thing, I guess. And I'm not saying that was put intentionally, but just <laughs> through a person of a certain age, you had the chicken pox and your kids never have it. I mean, granted, there's a vaccine for it now or whatever they're going to tell you, but yeah. but this measles thing, it's a, <laughs> it might be a cause for a, a quarantine at some point. And um, the quarantines go in line with the whole, <laughs> with all the dominoes that are lining up for the most part. And um, it's just, it's, it's freaking me out a little bit, but um. If it's if it's not bothering you guys, then the fuck am I doing this for? If it's not bothering you, then that's uh that's just perfectly fine, and um that's all right. But just pay attention to that. And uh, another thing I wanted to touch on is uh, I don't know if you caught it, but um there was a urban warfare test run in uh, Los Angeles the other day, and they had like Black Hawk helicopters and uh. <laughs> Black Hawk helicopters and military vehicles and if you do your research and do your Googles they ran a, a live fire drill I think in Detroit or somewhere in Michigan a couple of years ago that kind of startled all the residents and um, it was <laughs> what are they what are they training for like I'm not Y'all gonna label me a conspiracy theorist anyway, or they are gonna label me a conspiracy theorist anyway. But what are they preparing for? Like what? Like if you can explain to me what they are preparing for doing these urban warfare drills. Yeah, I'm not gonna give you any money because I'm broke. But I mean, if you can tell me a logical explanation that they would be using Black Hawk helicopters and things like like that in in you know America, what what are they? What is that a test run for? And 
if you do your research on test runs and things of that nature, you'll um you'll notice something that all these test runs after the test runs something very similar to what they were preparing for actually happens. So it's um it's just something that caught my eye and I was like, yo, this is this is not right. And I knew about the Detroit thing too. And then all the pictures of the military vehicles stationed up and down highways and the train caravans and things of that nature. And the Walmart's shutting down and um <laughs> I don't think you niggas is paying attention, but it's uh yeah, let me not go conspiracy theorist on you guys because you know then you're gonna think I'm crazy. But if you Google it and research this stuff, I, I you'll be shocked. I mean, it's not a lifetime movie. It has nothing to do with your favorite singer or your favorite artist, or it's not a music video or anything like that. But it will, it will enlighten you to a certain extent just to do a little research on these things because you never know. That's all I'm gonna say on that. But um. <laughs> Hey there, nigger. In my days, we didn't have to pay you to trade you. I don't know when they gave you niggers money. <laughs> yeah, the reason I started off the show like that and the reason I did that is because... Let's just talk about this. Like, yo, I'm not a sports guy. I'm not um, going to pretend to be. But um, the NBA trade deadline, the NBA trade... Um, free agent. I don't even know what to call it, but the trades that were just going on, just you know, they just trading niggas, shipping them anywhere, left and right, and um, <laughs> everybody's trying to get Anthony Davis, and um, the Lakers damn near offered the whole team for him, and they didn't get him, and uh, <laughs> what's his name? Harrison Barnes got traded while he was actually playing for the team he got traded from in an actual game. And um what's the other dude? I think uh yo, Enos Cantor. If you don't know about the basketball player Enos Cantor, please do your research and um do your like just research him. I think he's on some sort of political enemy list. If I'm not mistaken, the country is Turkey that really wants him extradited and wants to basically make him a political a political prisoner because he's against he speaks out against the government and things of that nature. But yeah, he was waived. I think he's being waived by the Knicks. I don't know if another team is going to pick him up, but if nobody picks him up, that's definitely some um. There's politics involved in that one if he's not picked up. I mean, I don't watch basketball, so I don't know if he's good or if he's like an all-star. But in that same light, it, it might be something political with that one. But um, the reason I do the hate thinker thing is because, <laughs> yo, I, I think the athletes are, I think the athletes in general are becoming smarter in terms of realizing that it is a business and um they're not really they're really kind of dictating their own moves now in terms of 
where they play and things of that nature. I mean, the elite level superstars, the LeBrons, the ADs, Anthony Davis of the New Orleans Pelicans, if you don't know sports at all. The LeBrons, the Anthony Davises, the Kyrie Irvings, uh, the Russell Westbrooks, the Kevin Durant's. I don't think Steph Curry's ever leaving Golden State, but I've been wrong before, So, and I'm not a sports head, so I don't know. But, um, yeah, I think they are getting smarter, and they are <laughs> they are they are talking a lot more, and they are standing up for you know social causes and the way they're treated as athletes who play for certain teams, and this goes to football as well. Because football is football is a, a brutal, brutal sport, and um, nobody. I don't think we understand how brutal it is, and it'll be too late before we do. But um, in terms of the NBA trade thing, it was just good to see like the players kind of making their own moves, except for the <laughs> except for like the Harrison Barnes and stuff like that. But it was just like, damn man. And I think LeBron spoke out on Harrison Barnes being traded while he was actually playing. And uh, yo, it's uh, yo, it's a business, and that is the end of the. I mean, that's the that's pretty much the gist of it. Is like it's a business. So if your team has to make a business move, and they trade you, you can't have hard feelings about it. But if you can dictate where you go, and they have more power now than they did before, and. <laughs> the hey nigger part comes because <laughs> you have to think we have to remember that most of these owners and um just the older generation of I don't want to label just say just the older generation of people grew up in an environment of racism and if you think about how many team owners, the Donald Sterlings. Um, I can't. The, that was the big one. The Donald Sterlings. Don't, can you please? I mean, you can take pictures with them, but don't bring them to the game. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, you know, he was being honest. He was being honest. And I'm not making excuses for anybody before I even go on this rant. Let me just Let me just say that now. I'm not making excuses for anybody, any NBA owner, any team owner. The Chicago Cubs, um, actually, they're doing damage control over racist remarks from one of the coaches or one of the owners. And it's, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, they, they grew up in a in a different time. And let's, let's even bring... Uh, the Virginia thing, the Virginia debacle that's going on right now into the whole thing where it's like, I think it's the governor and like two other people. Dude said, <laughs> one dude said, you know, I, I, I put on blackface so I could, I guess, be like Michael Jackson. And then the other guy said, yeah, I did it because we were dressing up for a party that we dressed as rappers we like and I was dressing up as Curtis Blow. And as I said in one of my rambling moments in one of the other shows, 
is that, you know, there's probably not, there's probably in those yearbooks that these people did this blackface stuff in or at the time they took these photos. I'm not excusing them, as I said before, is in that yearbook there might be five black people, might be. And that's a, I'm not saying that's a stretch, but there might be five black people in that yearbook. Maybe less. So it was a, it was a different time. And no, I'm not saying forget racism or all that other stuff. It, I would never say that. I want reparations, man. I don't need no 40 acres and a mule, but, you know, let me live tax-free. And I, I, let me live tax-free. We could be straight. I'm not saying that's a good proposition. I don't know. I haven't done the math on that. But, I mean, the 40 acres and a mule might be worth more at this point. But they ain't giving a nigga shit. Let's just get over that. Um, but as I was saying, it was a different time. It was a different era. So we can be mad at the rhetoric. But now, you know, that's why I said it's good to see these athletes kind of standing up and speaking their mind. From the Kaepernicks to um, the Eric Smiths to to the LeBrons to KD to KD telling the press like, "Yo, I just don't trust you niggas. Like you niggas asking me about trades and all this other stuff. Like I just don't trust y'all." And seeing that, it's like it's kind of putting. I'm not gonna say it's not putting it's not putting the country on notice, but it's making a statement of sorts as to, you know, yeah, I can't just treat us like anything because it's not that era anymore. It's not the era of, hey, hey, nigger, you can't sit at this counter. <laughs> it's not that era anymore. I'm not saying we have to excuse blackface and the pictures and everything like that. I mean, I think it was, what was it, Gucci or what, one of these Fancy labels that you niggas love just made a blackface, uh, a sweater that looked like blackface or whatever, or that was deemed that it looked like that. And um, <laughs> it's just like, yo, it's not that era anymore. And I'm not justifying anything that happened in that era because it was wrong. Will our kids have that same sentiment? I don't think so but if it it feels all right to me that they are actually standing up for themselves because i mean when they could just ship you off somewhere hey hey nigga you're still getting paid just just play ball and shut up and it's um it's one of those things where it's just like damn well some of them have say some of them don't i'm not saying we should have sympathy for them because i mean they get paid the game checks is like a couple hundred thousand imagine getting a couple hundred thousand every goddamn month it's coming for me but i mean i don't know what y'all gonna do i'm just saying it just feels good especially kd telling niggas like kevin durant if you don't know telling them like yo i just don't trust y'all y'all asking me all these questions this is why i haven't been talking to y'all and it it's it feels good just to see that and I'm not even a sports dude. I just I just keep up with the news, and I'm not. And it just seems like more and more there is a stance, or they 
they don't just allow them to treat them in a certain way. As I said, that's for the superstars. It's not for... <laughs> let me not say it like I'm clowning Harrison Barnes, man. He, listen, he's getting money. But they'd be traded while you're playing a game for the team you're going to be traded from. Now, yo, just imagine you could go to work and your job would be like, yo, you know what? Um, we don't like you. We're going to trade you to this other company. I think you'd be a better fit over there. I, most people would still be happy because they'd be like, yo, I still got a job. But you couldn't, you couldn't live like that. They'd be like, yo, we're going to transfer you across the country. You're going to go work for them now. Like, we don't care what you have here, but, you know, just imagine, like, you, <laughs> listen, we're sending you, we're sending you to Oregon, or we're sending you to Oklahoma, and, and that's where you're going to work now, because, you know, we, we don't need you here anymore. And you just have to pick up your life and go do that. So I guess that's why it kind of feels right that some of them are having a stance or they're kind of dictating where they go. And I think we'll see more of that as time goes along. But just understand, like before, <laughs> before a certain segment of the population gets over that era, they'll blow everything up. And I'm not, I'm not saying that to be lighthearted or sarcastic, because it's true. Like it's it's really genuinely true. And um, that's why all this posturing is going on right now. Because if um, if that group can't be in power, or the people know too much, they got they got to kill off some people. I'm not saying that's the the bottom line or the end of the game, but I don't know if that era is ever gonna go. <laughs> Remember, those people had kids, and it's not until I think. I guess my generation is probably the start of, you know, recognizing the racism and things like that. But I don't, it's a, it's one of those things where, you know, we just, they're figuring it out now. And it's one of those things. <sighs> hey, hey, nigger, you can't live in my neighborhood. <laughs> What am I doing? Listen, it feels good, though, CKD, just really tell niggas, like, I don't trust y'all. I mean, that is the sentiment. There's no reason to trust the press or the media at all. And, um, yo, I'll tell you why I say that as well. I mean, it's completely off topic, but, yo, I, yo I'll never forget. Yo, there's a, there's a video clip out there where it's, pretty much news broadcast across across the American plateau, like the United States of America. And um, it was just ironic to see every news station in every different state or city covering like the same exact stories and the same feel-good moments. And... That's when you realize, you're like, yo, all, all of this shit is the same everywhere you go. Like, how? Even if you travel and you go different places and you turn on the news, it's pretty much the same format and same formula in every state. And they pretty much try to scare you to death. They tell you about the accidents. They tell you about the deaths. And they tell you about the 
criminal trials that are going on. It's never anything good. And <laughs> you can't trust the media because the media is owned. Just like the NBA teams, just like everything in this fucking country. And you don't know who owns it. And that that's that's the crazy part. And I'm not saying the people who own these things are stuck in that era. But um the people who own those things don't don't care. The people who really own own all this stuff, they don't they don't give a fuck about nobody unless you have a certain a certain amount of money and that money is damn near in the trillions probably. And you know, that's just a sad fact of the matter. But um we don't realize it because we because we're entertained and we're we have convenience like a motherfucker and that's why we don't realize these things. But it feels good, man. So salute to K D, salute to LeBron, salute to salute to everybody making a stance, the Meeks, the Meek Mills of the world, the Drizzies of the world, all these rappers who just boycott like the Grammys and things of that nature. Like, you know, it feels good. I'm not racist, but you know, I'm black listen. I'm black first. I've had a lot of black experiences in my life. I've hung out with white people. I've had, yeah, listen, my life is very, very unique in the spectrum of races of people that I know or that I've been friends with for a number of years. But the thing, like, <laughs> the thing is, it's not the, hey, <laughs> hey there, nigger. Like, um, time anymore and it's not the hey hey there woman go get in the kitchen time anymore either and I I think that's the shift that may be going on but as I said before (laughs) nobody cedes power voluntarily nobody just look at what's going on in Venezuela as I keep mentioning just look at that Nobody cedes power. Nobody has ever ceded power and just be like, you know what? You could run it now. Unless everything is completely, I don't even know how to, what's the right word? I want to say desolate, but that's not the right word. Unless everything is just going completely wrong. That's when they give it up. Or when it's complete, when it's damn near destroyed, that's when they're like, you know what? (laughs) You guys can run things now. No, let's not let's not get it twisted. When I do that, <laughs> hey nigger. When I do that, I'm not. It doesn't. I'm not doing that. Just don't take offense if you're black, because just understand that when I say <laughs> when I do that, I'm talking to everybody. Because if you don't listen to me very carefully, if you know the truth, they look at. Anybody who lives in poverty as something aligned with that word. So being and if you if you if you watch society and if you know if you watch it over the course of time, you'll know this is that, you know, it's not you don't have to be black to be the N word. There are 
people of all ethnicities and races who live in worse conditions than a lot of black people. So <laughs> once we realize uh, or I mean they're never going to push this narrative, I don't think, but once they once you realize that it's not about your you know the skin color or whatever you know, racism is fucking dumb if we're going to keep it a buck, but it's a system. It's not a thing. And once you realize it's not about the color of your skin or anything like that, like our bodies are just housing units for our spirits, but I'm not going to go on that rant. All I'm saying is it's not about race or color. It's about money. So when I say, hey, hey there, nigger, I'm talking to everybody who's struggling just like me. So it's not about race or anything like that. That's why wiggers exist. And um, there are people who imitate black culture in every race. So it's not about the color of your skin. It's about your level of money, because there's money over everything, and that's the way this country works. And, and you know, sad but true, niggas. Sad but true. And um, I don't know how to put it any better than that, except to say, you know, life is a shit sandwich, man. The more, the more bread you got, the less shit you got to taste. Just think about it, people. Think about it. It's one of those. It's one of those things that's you know, it's sad but true. But you know. What are you going to do, man? Um, ah, that's it, man. That is the show for tonight, I think. I'm just, you know, looking over the notes just to make sure I, I touched on everything I wanted to touch on. Um, the only thing I didn't. <laughs> another reason I did the hey there nigga thing, I, I should have, uh, you know, I'm going to save that for another show. But um, <laughs> it's one of those things, you know. Where, why do I live on this planet or why do I live in this country? I don't know. But, you know, with weather modification and um, the system in place that we don't know about, it's nowhere safe, man. Um, just love yours. Protect yours. Be good to yourself. Try and be positive. And uh, don't let anybody, hey there, nigger, you. All right, people? Uh, that's the end of the show, man. PC Podcast, VOG Podcast, Derek H. Flynn on Instagram, VOG Podcast on Instagram, at DHF818 on Twitter, and Derek Flint on Facebook. And um, yeah, my shameless promotion on Twitter. I'm going to keep doing that until, you know, y'all send me some money, I guess. And even then, I'm not going to stop because if that shit really works, then I'm, <laughs> then I'm on to something. I am on to something, man. I appreciate you listening. Uh, tell a friend to tell a friend that um, I'm trying to get this thing to like 600 million listens because then I can buy an unlimited amount of bacon, egg, and pepper, and ketchup sandwiches for my little man. And uh, yeah, that's the end of the show, man. Love yours. Be easy. Stay up, people. One.